Welcome to Beyond the Habit. Moving beyond everyday assumptions of what it means to be Catholic and live the gospel with two Catholic sisters. Who are trying to find common ground, create unity, and talk about real life issues. Led by two sisters of St. Joseph. That's us. I'm Sister Erin McDonald. And I'm Sister Colleen Gibson. episode is a little bit different than our regular conversations because we thought it would be really helpful for people to know a little bit more about us and also about the Sisters of St. Joseph. So consider this mini episode a bit of a guide to who we are and what Beyond the Habit is all about. Uh, So today we're going to talk about who we are and what it means to be a Sister of St. Joseph, how it all started and what it looks like now, our relationships and the larger network of Sisters of St. Joseph that we're a part of, And we'll also answer some questions that we get pretty frequently. So why don't we start, Erin? Why don't we introduce ourselves? So Erin, why don't you start? All right, let's go. So hello, everyone. I'm Sister Erin McDonald, as I mentioned in our intro. And this is a great opportunity to be able to share a little bit more about myself. Um, I am a finally professed Sister of St. Joseph in the Congregation of St. Joseph. And I live in Detroit, Michigan. I currently work in campus ministry. I'm a campus minister for service and social justice. So I do a lot of faith in action, advocacy, Catholic social teaching, service immersion experiences with young adults. And I love it. Um, I'm from the East Coast originally, born and raised in Massachusetts, Uh, grew up on Cape Cod and wandered my way to West Virginia and Ohio and Michigan um, throughout my college and young adult years and through my formation with the sisters landed here in Detroit, which is a a great city. And um, I love being here and working here. I spent about uh, eight or nine years as a social worker working in direct service with refugees and asylum seekers, both here in the U.S. and overseas. I worked in Rwanda and the Democratic Republic of the Congo for a couple of years as a aid worker. And it was a really powerful experience in my life that was very formative in my relationship with God um, and and really formative in my vocation journey. Um, So yeah, so those are some parts of who I am and what bring me here today to this wild and wonderful podcast. Colleen, tell us a little more about yourself. Well, my name is Sister Colleen Gibson. Uh, I'm also a finally professed Sister of St. Joseph. I come from the Sisters of St. Joseph of Philadelphia. Uh, I'm currently living with our sisters in Boston, though, uh, the Sisters of St. Joseph of Boston, where I'm studying theology at the graduate level. Uh, I love it, but this is a great opportunity the podcast to be able to get outside of my books uh, and talk with really interesting people. Um, in my past, I have been a college campus minister, at Chestnut Hill College in Philadelphia, which is run by our sisters. Uh, And I've also helped to found a neighborhood center in Camden, New Jersey. I originally hail from New Jersey, which you can probably tell from my accent, long A's, uh, just that New York, Philadelphia twang. Um, 
But I met our sisters uh, by way of the Jesuits, which we'll hear later is a significant piece of our history. I was educated by the Jesuits, worked in inner city Philadelphia as a caseworker, uh, and I'm, I'm actually trained as a writer. So I do a lot of writing and speaking engagements. And so I love to tell people's story and tell the story of God uh, on the page and to invite people to reflect more on what that relationship looks like and what that relationship calls us to in the everyday. So how do we take theology and how do we make it apply to our lives in the here and now? And Colleen and I became friends in this journey of becoming Sisters of St. Joseph. We both entered religious life around the same time and had the wonderful joy of um, sharing in many formation or kind of non-school experiences together. And we also professed final vows the same year, 2019. And that was a wonderful grace to be able to share together in that journey of preparing for our life commitment uh, to being Sisters of St. Joseph. Even though we're in different physical locations, it was really amazing to share that journey together. So that's how the two of us got to be friends and got to be part of this co-hosting the Beyond the Habit podcast. So what does it mean to be a sister of St. Joseph? You know, you'll often hear as you listen to the podcast, we'll use abbreviations like CSSJ or CSJ or SSJ. So the Sisters of St. Joseph, uh, in the United States, there are 16 congregations. There are over 3,000 Sisters of St. Joseph. And because our religious initials vary by congregation, uh, like Aaron is Aaron McDonald CSJ, I'm Colleen Gibson SSJ, we refer to ourselves as CSSJs um, because we're all connected. We're all connected in the mission that we live out. We're all connected in our spirituality. We're all formed uh, together. And so we have the same experience and we all come from the same foundation. Uh, and that foundation, you want to tell us a little bit about it, Erin? Yeah. So essentially, we are all one, even though our fancy initials after our names might be a little different and we might live in different physical locations. We were all founded from, we came from the same founder, Father Jean-Pierre Madai in Le Puy, France in the year 1650. So we all, the 16 canonical institutes or congregations, we all trace our roots back to Father Jean-Pierre Madai and six women who were part of this movement in 1650 France that has now given life to this global family of St. Joseph all around the world, sisters, associates, agreges, partners in mission, um, alumni, schools, high schools, universities. There's this enormous family of, of St. Joseph that is connected around the world. And even though there are things that separate us, we all share the same common origin. And that spirit that is woven through the fabric of our lives and through the fabric of our history for these past several hundred years. So that is a, a story that we all share together. And that is the oneness that, that holds us, that connects us, that keeps us moving in this similar direction together towards building the kingdom of God, towards loving God and neighbor without distinction, which are, you know, our, our charism, our spirituality really comes out of the gospel of John. And so rooted in union and love, reading the signs of the times, we have been founded to be men and women, especially women of the times, 
you know, what are the needs? What are the signs of the times? What are the gifts and, and graces God has given us? And how are we called to respond in these times to these needs, to these issues with faithfulness and love? So that brings us to here. You use that word charism, Aaron, And really that is, we say it's the gift that we share with the world, but it's the mission that we live out each day. And so Sisters of St. Joseph are apostolic women religious. We're not monastic. We're not cloistered nuns. Uh, we're women religious. And so we take vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. And those kind of really structure our life. We live in community. Uh, we go out and serve. And so Sisters of St. Joseph, as you said, uh, you know, we are called to create union, to love God and neighbor without distinction. Uh, Philippians 2 comes to mind. You know, the self-emptying love of Christ is what we return to over and over again. We give of ourselves freely so that God's love may be shared with the world. And so you can find Sisters of St. Joseph in all areas of ministry. We're not restricted in any way. So our sisters serve as educators, they serve as advocates for those who are oppressed. They're social workers. They work in healthcare. They work in spirituality ministry. I always say, you throw a stone, you can hit a sister of St. Joseph because we are everywhere. We say we're all about relationships. And so we are with people helping to experience the love of God and to bring the love of God into that space of relationship. Yeah, and what that often brings forth because we are our charism, our spirituality, the who we are is about being catalysts for unioning love, connection, community, oneness, that it often means that we are integrated into neighborhoods and communities. As you pointed out, we're artists and doctors and secretaries and parish associates and, you know, working in classrooms. So, and living in neighborhoods and apartment buildings and residential suburban neighborhoods and, and urban neighborhoods. And so I, I think it's such an important point to highlight that what it is about us is that this charism comes from within, you know, that, that this is about who we are, about how we interact and approach the world. Um, it is about how we channel the love of Christ from within in all that we do, wherever we are, however our gifts are called in this world. And, and that's a common question we get asked is, you're a sister of St. Joseph. Well, what do what sisters of St. Joseph do? Where do you live? Why do you not wear a habit? Which is another big question that we get because many of us, although not all of us sisters, uh, wear street clothes or regular clothes that we have a charism, a spirituality, a call to be integrated and connected, to be one with people. And so, you know, our early sisters in France in 1600s, you know, wore the garb of widows and they wore that with intentionality because they were women about ministry and service and unioning love. So they needed to move freely in the streets to be able to minister to the needs um, of, of the people in their town, in their village. And at that point in history, in order to do that, they needed to dress as widows so that they could more freely move about. So for us today, what are the clothes that help us to move more freely, to be about the work of unioning love and reconciliation, of loving God and neighbor without distinction, of creating, you know, systemic change 
that, that that's a question each one of us lives into. And for most of us as sisters of St. Joseph, we wear regular clothes, which is a common talking point. And I'm sure, Colleen, you've had people ask you about that as well. Yeah, and I think you when you look at the very title of this podcast, talking about how do we move beyond assumptions, beyond the habit, uh, that we dress simply. And as Sisters of St. Joseph, you know, we're rooted in Ignatian spirituality. So the the spirituality of our founder, Jean-Pierre Madai, who was a Jesuit. So the Jesuits often talk about, you know, being men and women for others, doing the majus or the more. We're always called to be more or to do more. Um, and that we live in the spirit of St. Joseph. And so St. Joseph, pretty simple guy, you know, doesn't have any words in the gospel. Uh, but we know who Joseph was through who Jesus became, because Joseph was the foster father to Jesus. And so, you know, we're called to serve with humility, zeal, and charity. And so we do that in a way that is simple. And so the simple dress of the widow, which today in, in our day and age, in the 21st century, uh, may mean jeans and a t-shirt. Or it may mean, you know, a suit jacket given presentation. It may also look like a veil, you know. And so saying, can we challenge our assumptions of what a woman religious is, what a nun is? Uh, and how can we change our habits so that we're, we're just more curious and we're able to go out and serve? I think another question that we often get, I know, Erin, you get it, I get it, both having worked in campus ministry, um, so often people say, you know, why would someone want to be a Catholic sister today? And I think, you know, some people, it focuses on service. Some people, it focuses on prayer. Some people, it focuses on community. But I think it all comes down to love. You know, being a Catholic sister means being about love. It's what our vows point back to. Uh, and it's who we try to be in the world. And it's, you know, being in love with Jesus uh, and living that love out, living out an incarnational faith. And so sisters are really poised to do that in a very unique way and in a way that is countercultural and different from everything that surrounds us. I think anytime I get that question, uh, I have to ask myself, where is that question coming from? You know, who is the person who's asking me? Um, because I say, this is my whole life. I've given my life to a church, to a God. Uh, to a way of being that is very different than what people conceive of. And so I find that people are curious about it um, because they want to know more, because people want to be drawn into that more. Yeah, absolutely. And as we've referenced, there are lots of different ways to be in relationship with our spirituality. We have associates, we have you know partners in mission, folks who work for our sponsored ministries. These are individuals who have various kinds of jobs um, at, at, you know, we, our congregation sponsors social service agencies and nonprofits and even social justice and advocacy organizations that work in D.C. and things. And so folks who work as part of those ministries have that opportunity to be in relationship with this spirituality, this call to be people of faith who live this spirituality and their faith in their ministry. And, and we have associates, which is another type of relationship to our charism. And our associates are men and women, married, single, families, 
you know, folks who feel called, who feel drawn to living their life in relationship with Christ, in relationship with scripture, in relationship with the world through this lens of our spirituality, but their connection to that looks a little different than ours does as vowed women religious. That for us, we make these three evangelical vows that root us and ground us in a way that is different than those other relationships. And so, yeah, for me, being a sister is about giving my whole self, my whole being to a way of loving the world, of loving all of God's creation and an openness to embracing the needs of the world and offering myself to those needs. So I think being a sister, the the vows of poverty, celibate chastity, and obedience can be really challenging, but they challenge me to be my best self, to constantly grow in my relationship with God, to grow in my relationship with one another. It allows me the space to live my faith, in a very open, full, passionate, joyful, and challenging way. And and that is, I think, a part of that draw. There's some of it that is the mystery of God, too, that there's this mysterious sense of call and home in vowed religious life that is hard to name and explain, that that is the work of the Holy Spirit in each one of us, um, inviting us to, to connect with this charism, with this spirituality in a particular way. So yeah, for me, and and it is a curiosity for a lot of people, and that's okay, you know, to answer these questions. Um, And that's part of why we're doing this episode, because we imagine as you listen, you too are going to be curious to know more about who we are and who is this Charism family. And we encourage you to tune into our other episodes, but also to check out some of our resources. So for one, you can always go to the Congregation of St. Joseph's website, which will be linked for you to be able to access. Um, You can also go to the U.S. Federation of Sisters of St. Joseph website for additional information. And Colleen, do you want to name some other resources for folks? I would just say, you know, we've covered so much in this space. And so when you go to the U.S. Federation website, you can find links to all 16 congregations in the United States. So you can visit the Congregation of St. Joseph. You can visit the Sisters of St. Joseph of Philadelphia. You can visit the Sisters of St. Joseph of Concordia, Orange, uh, Erie, Buffalo, all over uh, the United States. So we would encourage you to look in the notes uh, to learn more about if there's a term that you've heard that you might not understand, you want to learn more. Um, But also these questions, we would invite you to email us Uh, at the email address that we put at the end of each episode, because periodically as we move through our podcast, we'll be answering some of those questions because we know people are curious about what it means to be a Catholic sister. They're interested in the things that we're talking about. And so really that's our hope for this podcast is to have interesting conversations with interesting people who are doing things around spirituality, community, social justice, and are talking about the intersection of faith and real life and inviting us to reconsider some of the assumptions that we have about what it means to be Catholic and how to live our faith out authentically in real time. And so, you know, we would invite you to look into that, but to join us on this journey. We're figuring it out as we go. 
And so we're, we're excited for the journey ahead and for the wild ride that this podcast will be. So thank you for tuning in and we look forward to further connection. You've been listening to Beyond the Habit. If you've enjoyed listening to us today, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We also always appreciate your reviews or comments, so be sure to leave them wherever you get this podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook, and send us an email if you have a question at beyondthehabitpod at gmail.com. Thank you also to all those who have made this podcast possible, especially our sisters from the Congregation of St. Joseph and the Sisters of St. Joseph of Philadelphia. Our sound editor, Angie Hayes, our music composer, Matthew Dolan, our producer, Elizabeth Powers, and sister Sarah Simmons, who works with us on preparing for these episodes on our production team. We look forward to sharing more with you next time. listen to that.